0: Welcome to the Fear and Greed Business News Afternoon Report for Monday the 28th of August 2023. I'm Sean Elmer. Every afternoon we've got the five stories that happened today that you need to know about. Story number one, the S&P ASX 200 closed up a little over half percent today to 7,160 points. BHP led the way. It rose 1.4%, while CSL was up 1.6%. The banks did okay. Commonwealth Bank, National Australia Bank and ANZ all rose more than 1%. West Farmers jumped nearly 2% after its well-received annual result last Friday. Woolies was another good performer, as was Toll Road Group Transurban. Among the poorer efforts were Telstra, Santos, REA Group and WiseTech Global, which is nearly 20% below where it was a week ago, ahead of its results announcement. Best of the top 200 was Tabcorp, which bounced back up 4.5% today. Worst was North American-based lithium miner Sayona Mining. It closed down 27% after the surprise resignation of Brett Lynch as chief executive with immediate effect. Story number two, retail sales last month rose more than expected with people eating out more, probably due to the World Cup, but the trend in retail is still down. Turnover was up half a percent in July and almost 8% higher than a year earlier. In real terms, which includes the impact of inflation, sales have been declining since December last year, according to AMP's Diana Messina. Last month, food spending was flat, household goods retailing dropped slightly, and eating out rose. There are also decent jumps in sales of clothing and in department store turnover. The trend is still down, with the Reserve Bank saying it's waiting for data before making a call on the next move on interest rates. The Bureau of Statistics released today probably falls into the camp of rates staying on hold. The Reserve Bank board meets next Tuesday. Story number three, the Northern Territory Police today launched a recovery mission for the bodies of the three U.S. Marines who died in a military aircraft accident on the Tiwi Islands yesterday. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese thanked the staff at the Royal Darwin Hospital for treating the American Marines who were injured in the crash. Opposition leader Peter Dutton also acknowledged the deaths of the Marines. Also in politics today, Albanese said the federal government's fee-free TAFE initiative has been popular among students around the country after more than 214,000 students enrolled Mm. in a free course in the first six months of the program. Mm. He also said the campaign for an Indigenous voice to Parliament will be a positive one that will encourage Australians to recognise First Nations people in the Constitution. And on that topic, more than 450 directors today joined forces to encourage Australians to vote yes in the referendum, calling constitutional recognition a critical step towards a more inclusive Australia. Story number four, data center operator NextDC announced a $26 million loss for the last financial year, although revenues were up 25%. The group is busy investing and forecasts it will need to spend between $850 million and $900 million this financial year to support the 13 data center it operates and another nine centers that are in development. That's because major customers like Google, Microsoft and Amazon are demanding more cloud computing infrastructure. While NextDC's share price ended down 2.6%, it's been a very strong performer this year, up nearly 50%. And story number five, Chinese stocks jumped today after authorities announced several measures to encourage investors, including a reduction of the stamp duty on stock trades and a slower pace of initial public offerings. The CSI 300 index of mainland shares rallied more than 5% in early trading, one of the biggest jumps in three years. But one stock not doing very well today was property developer China Evergrande Group. Now, of course, that's the stock that got into all sorts of trouble last year with massive debts. It rejoined the Chinese market today. It had been suspended for 17 months. Its share price fell 87%. The world's most indebted company unveiled a $4.5 billion US dollar loss in the first half after a lengthy Debt restructuring process. That's it for the afternoon report for Monday the 28th of August 2023. Michael Thompson and I will be back tomorrow morning with the Tuesday edition of Fear and Greed Business News. I'm Sean Aylmer. Enjoy your evening.